right. And hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Indie Basketball Podcast. And today I have a very special guest and we have some some dudes from Dikembe. We have Andy and we have David. So thank you guys for joining me. Thank you for having us. We're just going to, we're going to talk some tunes. We're going to talk some hoops and I feel like it's a a good time right now with the NBA and there's, there's a lot going on, especially with all-star game coming up. Um, Uh, Whatever. (laughs) Not planning on watching it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with the, the weirdness about it and how most of the people don't even want to play in it. Yeah, that's that's it's understandable, but it's yeah, it's surprising. Yeah, uh, I just think it's going to be a, a mess. They're like trying to shove like the uh, the slam dunk competition into the uh, halftime show, right? Oh so God, the format. What? Yeah, I don't know. I I have a buddy that has been talking about it. He's like, man, I've played enough shows to know. Those guys aren't going on stage until twelve thirty. <laughs> yeah, the slam dunk competition takes so long too. Usually, yeah, unless they're going to have like what, like three people competing, then maybe you could squeeze it in. But yeah, maybe they'll go back to how it was, where it's like you got one shot, you get one <laughs> a second chance, and then it's like that's it. Yeah. So um, man, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll see. It might be. I I usually look forward to the dunk contest, but. Uh, it's really been hit or miss in the past few years. I guess yeah. the, the Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine was obviously like the best one in a long time. Yeah. yeah. That one was awesome. Sure. Uh, I, I feel bad for Aaron Gordon. I, <laughs> I'm not like a big fan of his cause he kind of seems like a little like baby about being <laughs> robbed from his, uh, his slam dunk title. But there were definitely like two other times that he could have been the winner. And, uh, yeah, I guess I'd be like kind of salty if I was him, but yeah. I mean, the Zach Levine fan over here, I'm doing all right. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the one where he, I guess that was the 2016 one. Like that one was awesome. And Zach Levine like definitely deserved the, the W. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think Aaron Gordon has done it two other times or three other times. And yeah, he always like puts on a crazy show. And uh, right. yeah, for whatever reason. Yeah, at least give it to him once because, I mean, at least he's participating multiple times. Most guys yeah. don't want to even do it at all. Yeah. And he's like, I feel sure, like you get, again. You get spurned like that a couple of times. He's like, I don't want to do it again. Yeah. yeah. And he's definitely the one drawing the attention for sure. Yeah. I wonder who, because usually they stick to like people in their first few years in the league. So I wonder yeah. if, you know, would Zion actually do it? Like, there, I don't know. Anthony don't Edwards know. is a great dunker. Yeah, Anthony Edwards uh, is pretty awesome. That uh, that rookie from New York is going to be in it, I think. Oh yeah, um, Obi Toppin. Yeah, ain't no stopping Obi Toppin. <laughs> yeah, that's the only uh, the only p- participant that I've heard of so far. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure there'll be people depending on the format. Who knows? But 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, haven't, anyways, even, they uh, haven't announced like all the competitors for all the things yet, right? I think they're oh. just trying to figure out details first. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and then running out of time. <laughs> Isn't it like next week or something? I feel like it's really soon. Like there's only yeah. a couple more heat games until until All Star Weekend. Right. Yeah. I was just <laughs> I don't know, because part of me wanted to do like a a live stream, like and just have like a watch party, like yeah. during the dunk contest and All Star game. But it's so unknown right now that like I have no <laughs> idea how it would go. Yeah. Um, but I guess speaking of that, that's speaking of live streams. That's one thing you guys have been doing this past year, right? You did do the occasional live stream. The occasional, definitely play occasional. Some, play some Tony <laughs> yeah. Hawk. Yeah, we did, we did once or twice. Yeah, yeah, we did that when when the game came out, and then we were like, okay, like that's enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, a lot of it was just because we were trying to play music like as it was happening, and didn't realize because we're just total noobs at it that like most of our recorded video was going to get muted for right. copyright infringement. And I was like, well, shit, like people are people are just going to watch Tony Hawk without. Yeah, music. it's going to be. A bit boring. Which, that's insane. <laughs> like even like, had, like streaming a video games once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's but also I, hard. It's hard to I mean, the people that do it well, like total props to them. I mean, I'm sure they're working with way better PC rigs right. than what we have, but it's demanding on your system. It's demanding on your internet connection to like make yeah. all that happen at a yeah. consistent level. Every time we do it, it feels like we are running into a new set of problems and we're just sort of <laughs> pulling our hair out as it's going, just being like, well, fuck it. We're not professionals at it. So no right. expectations. Yeah. It sucks. It sucks. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. I've been trying to figure it out for, for doing like some indie basketball streams, but it's like, I'm working on a MacBook Pro and it's like, <laughs> I, it's, it doesn't seem like the right way to do it. Right. Like, even if I get an extra monitor, is it going to run that well? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, on top of it, like, you know, I live on an island. My connection speed sucks. Uh, Randy, our bass player, just moved to like Michigan, like mm. very far out in the middle of nowhere, and he's been having like crazy internet issues. And it just seems like it's not really in the cards for us to do anything <laughs> at the moment. Shit, yeah. Well, you live on an island. Where are you? Where are you living? I live in uh, Melbourne Beach, Florida. Okay, but you know it's it, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. I do live uh, on an island though. <laughs> yes, technically, uh, I live on an island too because I live in New York. That's technically oh, an true. island. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, I guess, the, the famous New York saying. Welcome to island time. Yep, yep. Always say it. When I'm in yeah. Manhattan, I'm on island time. Don't bother exactly. me. <laughs> um, how, is, how has it been, I guess, the past year? I know it's been shitty for everyone, but like, how has it been trying to play together and, and make music in pandemic times? Difficult. I mean, uh, yeah. it's just hard to get people together um, and feel safe about it and confident that we're doing things the right way and it's really hard to get together with anybody like even now even when things are like starting to slow down you don't really know if you're stepping on other people's toes as far as like 
what they consider to be safe or what you consider to be safe. And no one seems like comfortable with asking or like pushing anybody's limits that way. So a lot of people just avoid it. I mean, I think Andy's done a lot more with, I mean, with his other band, uh, Pool Kids and stuff. The Kempe, we've only gotten together once this whole year. Yeah. Yeah. Pool Kids has also only gotten together once, but we were together for like two weeks. And uh, it was was a similar sort of setup as to what Dikembe just did. Like we got together, this is uh, Dikembe, like we got together and did some like live recordings in the studio and you know everybody wore their mask uh we were all like pretty aware of like okay like let's not have too many people in on the session and we tried to keep it as like small as possible we all got tested beforehand and uh we all stayed separate we didn't you know usually if uh if steven and i are going to be in gainesville we'll stay at David's place or Randy's and uh we we opted to just you know stay in an Airbnb or you know um Stephen stayed at David's parents place uh while they were gone so uh yeah in Chicago it was like the same sort of deal like I stayed in my own spot and uh we got together for a little bit of the day and uh yeah it was interesting it's like kind of it's it's kind of odd when you like read people musically like by their facial expressions and stuff and yeah. you're completely covered from here down you know yeah yeah so even just having conversations was like kind of odd alien and uh difficult for the the first few times you know for sure yeah i, I feel like i've seen a lot of a lot of bands who just like are like we're going to get a place and we're going to like hunker down for like a couple weeks and just like do what we can. Like, I think pet symmetry just did that. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, it's a way to go because, because yeah. not only are you able to isolate as a group, but then you're also able to keep an eye on each other and actually, you know, True. not just take it for everyone's word. Like, yeah, I'm being safe. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm isolating. Yeah. Like there's yeah. a lot of this has all been about like trust and like, how much do we trust our closest friends and family? And it's sort of been, big test for everyone about it and yeah with bands i mean obviously there's plenty of bands that like live together or super super close we're not one of those bands we are so spread out at this point so especially we, you said someone just moved to michigan yeah. yeah 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 so when we get together i mean it's it's a big deal at this point and yeah. with covid we we have to take all the precautions and invest all of our trust into each other yeah for however little time we have together totally yeah. and i mean you guys had muck came out what did it come out right before or right after right um, like five months in so it came okay. out of august of 2020 okay yeah and, we uh, finished recording it right yeah. before uh things got pretty hairy in the u.s yeah. at least yeah so have, we finished have, in like february have people i know it's it's totally not but have people thought all got sick is about this uh, a couple uh, yeah. people have mentioned yeah. it. Yeah, okay. it's yeah, interesting. Sure. It is definitely interesting. It's a weird. I, I, I thought about it, and I'm like, "There's, there's no way that that it happened that quickly." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's no. just one of those like odd coincidences. 
And we definitely more. wouldn't want to be a band that like <laughs> writes a, a COVID song. I, yeah. I feel like there's plenty of other artists that can just just let all take like, advantage you know, of that. Bruce Springsteen and then like Lady Gaga and they just do like a yeah. mega ballad. Right. It didn't wasn't there that one thing where they they a bunch of celebrities sang on Imagine on Instagram Live like right like two weeks in and everyone's oh, like God. what are you it doing? Very, it was very early in and it was very tone deaf. Was it yeah. was it about <laughs> COVID or was it about I thought it. I thought they got together when it was uh, when all the you know social injustice and like the the race tensions mm. were like really mounting. With, That's even worse, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I I can't, I can't remember what which it was. I just know it was like yeah, everyone hated it. Tone deaf and just <laughs> yeah. like just shut up. Like just go honestly. Be be rich in your mansion. Just like <laughs> leave us alone. <laughs> leave us peons be. I, I honestly think what it was is there was that viral video of like people singing on balconies in Italy during lockdown and they're like, oh, we yeah. gotta do our thing. Yeah, yeah, that's that is what it was. <laughs> Ridiculous. Look at us ruin, uh, ruining something that was like beautiful or and organic. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. I mean, music obviously been tough. But at least these days we get some hoops to kind of take our minds off things. Sure. Yeah, thank God for the bubble, man. Because yeah, the bubble God, was the was best great. thing about was, last year. Easily. So nice to be able to like turn on the TV any day of the week during the day. Like yeah. the fact that like most of us were at home not doing shit to be able to turn on the, the TV and just be like, oh, there's like two or three games happening right. today, and like that's awesome. This is not usually the case. Yeah. Yeah. I think that first week I watched like four games a day (laughs) and I was, uh, my, my wife and I were staying with her parents. We did like a, we like left the state. We were like in North Carolina with her parents, like in a cabin. And, uh, again, like we all got tested. Like we tried to maintain distance in the cabin. Her dad and I just watched basketball for like nine hours a day it was pretty solid dude it's the best i feel like the only time we we get day basketball normally is like christmas day and like the occasional sunday game Mm -hmm. you get a mlk day gets a couple day games too Mm -hmm. but yeah that that first like month of the bubble or first like two weeks i guess of the bubble was pretty outrageous yeah i also feel like the competition was just so elevated too yeah, you know, there was a lot of like skepticism about whether or not like the product would be like, you know, the same quality. And I think, you know, guys like Jamal Murray, like really took totally. that to heart and were like, oh, you know what? Like, I'm going to show that I actually have like all-star level talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a lot of like dudes that were definitely making a name for themselves in the bubble. And I liked how you could hear more of the court than we're used to and yeah. uh, i mean it was it just felt more intimate and interesting to watch even games for teams i didn't really care about i would just have the tv on that one channel and mm-hmm. you know just games would keep playing but you just sort of started hearing like these players voices and the way they screamed and yeah and, and hearing the coaches voices screaming and across the, bench. the court yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, like bench the bench had to like really important. yeah they had to really like keep the players engaged you know <laughs> kind of hilarious and, and interesting yeah like and especially uh especially uh 
just like you know yeah jamal murray and like donovan mitchell like head to head like a, a, a showcase oh yeah like that future superstars so good yeah. that first series was so good it's yeah, awesome definitely. yeah the, the bubble was a good time and 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 it you know when you look at this season it's, it's not it's as good <laughs> they hate it Dude, the players yeah. aren't like aren't even having fun yeah they i think they're like confined to their hotel rooms like when they're on uh you know away games or whatever and and they yeah, still have to travel and they yeah. have to wake up earlier than normal because constant testing every day early in the morning yeah it sounds like it sucks it yeah. sounds like way more like a job than it used to feel for them it, it, exactly and it's like all the like all the bad parts of traveling you know time yeah. 10 yeah and that's i haven't the, even been like on a subway no, in a year yeah there's there's no release i don't know it's just definitely odd and then yeah, if you I, do you people start fucking shaming you and suddenly mm-hmm. you shut down a whole game or two because of your you know actions off the court and it's just yeah it does not seem enjoyable for yeah for most players right now and i, I saw even zach levine was like honestly most days we just kind of hang out in the locker room because we're like too scared to do anything <laughs> and like get in yeah. trouble yeah but yeah don't blame him with, yeah and with all this you know and we were just talking about the all-star game like i i don't know like will i watch it of course i will there's sports happening like yeah i have have nothing better to do at this point you know (laughs) like that's you know that's why i was watching football that's why i was watching the football playoffs and like i'm not doing anything i have no life (laughs) (laughs) there's no escape so i might as well you know watch this bullshit until basketball's back <laughs> yeah and it's it's really interesting now too with uh they're starting to let like you know fans in the stadium and stuff and i know baseball starting i think with with 15 capacity most most stadiums which yeah outdoor i, I get that outdoor it's a little i'm surprised easier. they didn't start it earlier um yeah and it was the world so series had some people yeah oh that's true it yeah. was just creepy seeing all those cardboard cutouts <laughs> yeah I don't know the, the, the fake audience the noises. That yeah, that too. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. It looked kind of like if you uh like crossed your eyes a little bit, it looked kind of like the uh the crowd from uh NHL 99 on <laughs> Nintendo 64, just like flat. <laughs> yeah. There was a weird thing too where they tried to on Fox, they would try and do CGI fans, which is oh. like it just looked horrible. And they're like, "Yeah, let's not do this again." What is Fox's fascination with like CGI? They have that that uh, what's it called, Brutus? You know that like robot, the football robot? Oh yeah, yeah. That's also Fox, isn't it? They won't let go of it. What? I don't, they, yeah. they love it. What the there's football like a, robot? There's like yeah. a, a mascot. It's like a mascot. For- yeah and he's like they have graphics all the time where he's just like running in place and it's like a robot with a football it's just like like slaps his helmet like (laughs) does that i don't know it's ridiculous yeah fox they're they try to be cutting edge but really it's like 2001 graphics you know (laughs) yeah i don't know but um Speaking of All-Star Game, there was something uh, I saw actually like right before this. Did you see your, your boy Jimmy Butler actually was nominated, but he turned it down? Uh, that's, I don't um, know if that's true. He said, he, yeah, he said, quote, I, I won't do it unless Bam can go. Interesting. Like, as much as I believe he would say something like that, I 
don't think it's true because I'm pretty sure that story was spread by uh, I'm what sure. is it like that? Uh, what is that podcast? Like Five Reasons Sports Network. It's got like uh, I can't remember who it is. Like Ethan <laughs> yeah. Ethan Skolinek is on it. I don't, I don't know why this sounds like some sort of like alt right sports network. Or something. Is uh, what did that just come out today or something? Yeah, yeah, it was like an uh, hour ago. Interesting. I mean. Yeah. With all due respect to the the stars that did get selected, uh, it is ridiculous that Jimmy Butler isn't in the starting five. Like, that's absurd. I understand, I, I, like, I the, the team's record, like, plays into it, but they were carting out, like, G League guys for, you know, half the season. And yeah. so all these people saying, like, oh, you know, the Miami Heat, like, they're done. Last year was a fluke, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> You know, I think Goran, Bam, and Jimmy had had only played like sixty six minutes together before last yeah. night, or before two <laughs> games ago. So it's like those people need to realize, like, oh yeah, like COVID is a thing. Like the team yeah. is decimated. Like there's injuries. There's COVID. There's whatever. It's just for sure. It's frustrating, but yeah, like I, I don't know, man. I just, I can't get behind that there is a better, I mean, all right, you have Kevin Durant, but like at small sure. forward, who is better in the Eastern Conference than Jimmy Butler? Like, legit. Don't say, Jimmy, don't say, Jimmy play don't say Jason Tatum. <laughs> is that? Jimmy playing the three or there's either more of a two? He's, he's the three for sure. The yeah, two is uh, Duncan Robinson. That's right. That's right. Because two is, two is packed in the East. I mean, between Jalen sure. Brown, Zach Levine, and Bradley Beal, like, there's no denying those three should be all stars. Wait, Jalen Brown plays the two? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn. I thought he was – I thought he played power forward. No. I mean, he he's kind of one of those guys who's like, I'll play wherever. Yeah, positions but... are sort of fucked in general at this yeah. point. Yeah. I think I usually when – point, so. mm-hmm. I think when Marcus Smart is in, when he's healthy, mm-hmm. he usually plays yeah, the two. That's true, yeah. yeah. But they've been going to Jalen Brown a lot more, like, as the two, yeah. as the season has been going on. I mean, he's having a great season. Like, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. And I, I really like him. He seems like a like a really smart dude. I, I remember last year during the, uh, the protests and stuff, like, I really respected yeah. a lot of the things that he was saying. Even though I, deep down, I, I hate the Celtics. Like, I, I do have respect <laughs> for that dude, for sure. Yeah, just, for sure. Seems like a like a good person. There was also an amazing video of him going up to some random kid playing basketball in his driveway and dunking on him. Oh no, shit! <laughs> yeah. Oh good. He just, so he keeps, he, he he just keeps like pulled up in his car, grounded in their yeah. reality. Yeah, I mean you can't let him get easy buckets. So yeah. Oh man. Um. So how in general you, you guys are feeling the heater? Uh, a little uh getting some 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 against their name they're not they're not getting the respect i mean uh, I, I no not at all i understand why people would come out and say this if you're a casual <laughs> but come on like seeing like the talking heads the only person that like hasn't said that their season is over or that they weren't a fluke is Stephen a smith and even he was like <laughs> come on y'all like <laughs> he did one of his like rants he's like bam out of bio the all-star come it on is absolutely bam. ridiculous exactly 
Like, y'all need to pull it together. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's just like, uh, I mean, if you we watch most of the Heat games and there have been plenty where we're just like, wow, maybe maybe this season is just just screwed at this point. Like, yeah, just seeing a lack of effort, seeing just not a lot of intensity that you're used to seeing. But then you'll you'll see games like last night's game. And it's it. you're just like, no, this this team, this is a playoff team. There's like no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. When they play good defense and focus, they can absolutely beat any team in the league. It's just a matter of, I don't know, enthusiasm on their part. I mean, I'm sure a lot of it has to do with this this season and all the COVID stuff. It's just fatigue for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I, I believe that playing teams like two times in a row, multiple times. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know, it's just, it, it is all weird. And I'm sure a lot of teams are, are feeling strange about yeah. it all. I mean, the bulls are currently a six seed. That's also strange. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the East, I, I had it pulled up a, a minute ago, but like, let's see. Uh, okay. So from like, from the 10th seed, all right, so the Bulls are currently ninth. They're tied with the Hornets, oh, okay. who are 10th. Yeah, they lost to the Suns yesterday, so they dropped. So, I don't know. There's like a game and a half separating four through six. Yeah. Like, that's – or, excuse me, four through ten. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, honestly, it's like Sixers and, and Celtics are the clear tops in the East, and the Bucks. No, it's and not it's Celtics. Like, Celtics are – Oh, Celtics start? fall? Yeah, yeah, Celtics are are the same record as the Heat. Yeah, you want to so, talk about like the Heat just being garbage this year. It's like so the Celtics apparently. Yeah. If you look yeah. at the records, so many teams in the East are looking like hot garbage. Garbage if you just look at the records in the standings. Yeah, right. But it, it's definitely a weird year, yeah. and people would want to say like, "Oh, well, the East is weak." It's no, it's not that they're weak. It's just this season is fucking bonkers. Utah yeah. is the best team in the league. No one. Joel Embiid is running away with MVP. I I didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah, dude. I like. I I love that dude. I yeah. I'm not a Sixers fan, obviously. Like Eastern Conference, I'm gonna be Heat all the way, no matter. You don't what. Like, like the like, legacy teams. I mean, Celtics, Sixers. Like, you know, I I like players on the teams. Yeah. And I think Joel Embiid is hilarious and just like a complete stud on the court, but. God, I'm like, I'm really nervous for him. He he just has that like that proneness to injury, you know. I know. So. All big guys, like guys his like length yeah. that like when you see them big. move right, when you see them do something like really quick with their feet or they go up in the air and they're coming down, you're just always like, ah, damn, dude, that that could have been bad. Like, yeah. You roll your ankle, it's a worse injury than a smaller guy just because yeah. of your frame. And he's That's huge. how I feel about Zion too. Like he's he's so built, and it's just like every time he lands, I'm like, dude, your your knees and your ankles are gonna crush one of these days. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's quite the load. It and it's say. unfortunate because his game is all about just intense physical, you yeah, know, movement, totally. athleticism, like yeah. he bully ball, as they right. say. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, it, it is interesting that Joel Embiid is definitely like the clear front runner. I, I'd say in the Eastern conference for like a MVP, yeah. you know, I think the the other center in the West, uh, Jokic definitely deserves it. I was reading yeah. some crazy article, maybe like 
a week and a half ago that was saying like according to advanced statistics that he's having like the most efficient offensive uh season for any center in nba history i mean he's an insane passer yeah and on top of it i, I saw this other article <laughs> like i was just on a, a Jokic dive i guess uh that said when he's off the floor that the nuggets are statistically the worst team in nba history <laughs> jesus which is pretty like that's a, a a stark difference you know like is, it, is his backup still mason plumley yeah Oh no! You know what? I think Plumley is on the the Pistons now. Oh, who is his backup? Let's see. We yeah. all Google. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bull Bull. Bull Bull. Drafted by the Heat. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, Plumley is not on the Nuggets anymore. Wow. So it's like. Isaiah Hartenstein or Bull Bull or like Jamichael Green? J. Michael Green, I guess. Uh, I've never yeah. even heard of this guy, Isaiah Hartenstein. Who yeah. is this Joker? <laughs> no, he is not the Joker. He's not the Joker. <laughs> yeah, he, he is, is a, a Joker. Joker. <laughs> yeah, I wish the Heat could have kept Bull Bull. Honestly, his dad played for the Heat for a little bit. Yeah, a very little bit. Yeah. Dude, I'll never forget that clip of him blocking seven people within like five seconds. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of great photos of him. If you uh, if you ever bored, uh, just yeah. Google search like minute ball pool or I don't know. There's like this crazy <laughs> image of him like underwater and he's as long as the pool pretty much. Yeah, and I mean it's distorted because of the water as well. Yeah, right. He looks like Slender Man. Yeah, freaky. <laughs> It is freaky for sure. <laughs> so I, I would be remiss if I didn't, uh, I guess, ask about the origins of the name because obviously there's no band per- more perfect for indie basketball than Dikembe. Uh, I would assume it's based on Dikembe Mutombo, but am I wrong on that? I don't know what else you would base it on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't Steven know. came up with the name. Steven, our, uh, our old guitarist, Ryan. But Steven attributes it to like when he was younger, he would play one of the NBA live games and like at the time um, Dikembe Mutombo was on the Atlanta Hawks. So it mm-hmm. was like the first team in the list when you'd go to start playing <laughs> and like Dikembe would just be there and he doesn't have time to, to search. Right. The he would just be like, I want to play. I want to play. I want to play. And he would just <laughs> jump into it with Dikembe Mutombo's face, like right there before the game would start. So I think that's where it came from. Yeah. Um, but I'm not sure. And I was there. Um, there were there were other names thrown out there, but for some reason we were just like Dikembe. That's unique. That's yeah. cool. Let's just do that. I mean, the whole band was not really taken seriously when we first started things. We just needed a name for the band camp that we we're gonna post like yeah, our yeah. first EP with. So we didn't think that people were gonna have to like know how to spell it or pronounce it. <laughs> We didn't know how it was going to look on like the front of an album cover because we didn't even right. have an album cover at that point. We were just, we had, we didn't have any foresight <laughs> as far as like what a name like that would entail. But then you doubled down with the Chicago Bulls. I mean, uh, we came up with Chicago think? Bulls first. Oh, okay. <laughs> for sure. We came up with that and the song titles. I mean, that was all just having fun and laughing. And then it was just like, what are we going to call the band? It's like, I don't know. <laughs> 
keep the NBA the theme going. Yeah, sure. Why not? It's a cool looking and word. He had the iconic finger wag. So like, what's not to love about Dikembe Mutombo? <laughs> it's surprising that you guys came up with the the album title and the song first, because <laughs> I would have figured like, oh, then they could keep with the the Chicago Bulls theme. You could have right. gone with like Paxson or yeah. Rodman. That's your band <laughs> name. Like that would have been pretty funny too. Yeah, Longly, I mean, what up? If if I if I may ask, what were some of the other names? Because I don't think I've ever heard any. Dude, of them I don't. Before. I I could not tell you. Oh, it was. Man. It feels like so long ago at this point. I don't. Rem- <laughs> I'm pretty sure Dikembe was the best option, which says a lot about <laughs> what else there was on the table. Sure. But it was all ran. It was definitely all random. I remember that at least. Man, there's a there's an incredible video of Dikembe Mutombo on Inside the NBA. I think uh, a long time ago, and he's like talking with. He's like showing around his like a day in the life of of Dikembe Mutombo, and he goes, "This is my favorite uh, place to eat. It's called Pasta Pasta Pasta. It's named <laughs> after pasta." <laughs> And then he like gets in like a shower and he's like hunched over. It's like, it's ridiculous. I think I might've seen this. Is it, is it when he was on the nuggets? I yeah, think it, I, think, I believe okay. so. I, I feel like I have this imagery of him like in the snow, like showing people stuff. I think so. Yeah. He was like walking around the town and it's like him in like this pasta, random, pasta. like Denver town. Yeah. Oh, oh that's good. Yeah. Randy got a cameo for, made by him last year. That's and great. it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it was not worth whatever we paid yeah. for it. I'm, I'm I'm sure he's charging what like four hundred for that. With a voice like that, I, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the one and only. There's there's some people on cameo charging criminal amounts like. I'm not paying $600 for Brett Favre to like read a piece of paper at me. Yeah. <laughs> We've lucked out uh, with uh, Chris Gethard, like basically doing oh, all our promo he's now. He's so good. For, he's so, for, good. <laughs> for so little, but I guess it started out as a uh, cheering up Randy and has now yeah. blossomed into a friendship. <laughs> Amazing. Um. All right, so the, there was one thing I, I emailed you guys before this. I don't know if you, you've been able to, to ponder it, but I could kind of do a segment where we have a list of basketball players and we kind of pair them with a band. Like, what, what kind of band do they represent? Um, and then if you don't have any answers, you can come up with the fly, whatever. But then we'll just we'll compare, compare our answers. And, and it's, it's a silly little exercise, but it kind of definitely matches the indie basketball vibe. So. <laughs> This was very difficult. I yeah. spent days thinking about certain <laughs> yeah. players. I was just like, I don't know. It's it's a tough one for sure. And especially when you, I, I think the, the, the best part of it comes in how you try and pull your mental gymnastics to defend it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so let, yeah, let's, let's give it a whirl. Um, and starting with, and I, of course, since you guys are Heat fans, uh, chose all Heat players, but we'll start with legendary Dwayne Wade. Yep. Number one Heat lifer. Yeah. Well, I, for, uh, for D Wade, I, I ended, he was one of the toughest ones. For some reason, I ended up with John because okay. I just feel like his play style was. <laughs> 
fast, but very smooth. And I think he's one of the better examples of a, a basketball player with that kind of, I don't know, like physicality on the court. I haven't seen a lot of players that that do the same things that he did. He did like definitely in his prime, but even when he was playing later on, he still would pull out so many things that I was just like, God damn, he is one of the smoothest looking basketball players on the court. And for some sure. reason, I just, I feel like Chon is a, a good band to like represent <laughs> that because they fucking play so many goddamn notes so fast and it just sounds so nice and sexy regardless. Awesome. And I'll, I'm, I'm going to make sure when I, whenever I get post this that I post links to all these bands so everyone can <laughs> listen to everyone. Uh, uh, yeah, Andy, you got a, you got a pick for D-Wade? Yeah, I'm like looking at my list now and I'm just laughing. I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? I know, <laughs> like, right? It's like what David said makes sense. Uh, I chose Living Color. <laughs> they have, uh, okay, so like Dwayne Wade's style was just like so unique, you know? He just had like that explosive like energy and i feel like living color also has that i guess mm-hmm. the, you know the thing that sucks is that i feel like living color is like kind of a overlooked band and Dwayne wade is definitely you know arguably one of the the best two guards ever so totally they don't have that in common but yeah just <laughs> something about their steez you know <laughs> all right okay uh what I went with, uh, even even tried to think about how how it makes sense to me is ridiculous. But I went with Arcade Fire because he's <laughs> he had such a a long career, and then the sound evolved over time. Okay. So like yeah. his play style, and even like you you mentioned style, even his like the way he dressed, like you know his 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 uh, game day uh, style and wardrobe that changed over time you know yeah, later I, I, in his career he had the bleach blonde hair <laughs> i feel like that uh, helps with hair. andy's andy's uh uh yeah because just like the look i was like okay yeah like totally I can see that i can see yeah, that they, they were pretty snazzy i guess yes they were <laughs> yeah for sure um all right so the second one is zo lonzo morning oh who did i put um i picked oh my god this was this was really the hardest one. I picked Helmet. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, I'm not that far off from you, actually. Okay, so I picked Helmet for Zoe because Zoe is uh, just your stereotypical 90s bruiser, just sort of heavyweight kind of player, but extremely influential on a lot of guys that came after him, like, I don't know, like Dwight Howard, stuff like that but still very much based in 90s, which I feel like Helmet, and also overlooked, like often overlooked when it comes to top 10 lists of, of all-time centers. I feel like Helmet's also often just completely forgotten yeah. when you talk about influential hard rock metal bands. Right. That's a great That's, pick. Yeah. That was very good. Yeah. I feel like we were on the same path there. I, ch- I chose like a, a slightly heavier band, but like, you know, also like, 90s and and tough i chose snapcase uh yeah just because like yeah he was just such a a fucking force and in the in the low post and stuff and you know obviously being a two dot two-time defensive player of the year or was it just once 
can't remember. I think it was but, two times. Yeah, he was just, he was awesome. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if if not for Dwayne Wade, you know, would be everyone's favorite Heat player of all time. All like the, you know, longtime Heat fans will yeah. say the same thing. For sure. That's, I remember that's like when he came back to the Heat after he had played in New Jersey. Or I guess, uh, did he even like play for them or did... Or, he didn't want to play for them. Yeah. I know that for sure. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember. Like he played somewhere else like very briefly and then he got traded from there and they had to release him Yeah, because he was like, I'm not showing up. <laughs> uh, Is he still an assistant coach anywhere? Uh, no, he's, he works for the front office. He's like uh, a, okay. in player development. Yeah. Actually, I went to a heat game like two years ago or maybe – yeah, it was it was during D Wade's last season. I went to two games, and uh, my uh, this person that knows my family had like pretty good season tickets, so we were able to go and like sit pretty low. And uh, I was sitting like right behind uh, Zoe and Shane Battier. They were like off on their little like VIP area, and they had uh, <laughs> they had like the box score in front of them, and like there was someone handing them documents. I was like, Oh shit, I got to <laughs> fucking grab one of those when they walk away. And I, I went down there and I was like, you know, I probably had like two of those 20 ounce beers already. So I was like, <laughs> like I'm going to be sneaky, but yeah. I didn't realize like I, I was wearing like a red starter jacket, like a heat starter jacket <laughs> that was like illuminating. So as soon as I got down there, someone was like, Oh, excuse me. And I was like, Oh, uh, excuse me, where's the restroom? <laughs> Amazing. So stupid. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. good. But so, snap case. All right. The, both very good. You guys went for the era way more appropriately than I did, but we all went heavier. I went with Death Heaven. <laughs> okay. I just, I don't know. I don't know why, like, like I feel like I always imagine Zoe with, like, the sweatbands. And I just like, I don't know why my first instinct went to the death of it. It just, it makes, it literally makes no sense. But uh, I, I, I now look back and think that helmet is, is, is pretty spot on. Yeah, and snapcase. Great. Yeah. You guys both went, went air appropriate. We know our heat players. <laughs> helmet for sure, dude. Especially like coming in like 92 helmet. Mean, I think meantime was 92. Or ninety, mm-hmm. I can't remember. Yeah. But yeah. I act okay. as if I was there. I was like a year <laughs> old or two years old. <laughs> I remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah. I do remember um, seeing their music videos like on MTV when my parents would watch. No shit. When Betty came out. <laughs> uh, all right. Next up, we were talking about him already. Jimmy. Jimmy G Buckets. Uh Jimmy, I I picked Hootie and the Blowfish. Now hear hear me out. Okay. Uh, first, I first thought of them. I first thought of them because of Darius Rucker, and I thought like Jimmy's in country, so it's gonna be a country band. But then I thought like, okay, Hootie and the Blowfish, big group. I sort of think of that as like Jimmy Butler, the Chicago Bulls, when he first came in. Like they had, they got into the playoffs pretty deep. He was part of like a big super squad essentially, and then he became like a journeyman essentially. That's where Darius Rucker just went solo and had to find his own way and find yeah, his... Jimmy couldn't find his home. And I, I just feel like that that parallel I had to pick 
just Darius Rucker slash shooting the blowfish because <laughs> that's that is pretty much Jimmy is at this point. I mean, I'm glad he's found a new home with the Heat, yeah. but for a while it just definitely seemed like he could have ended up on any team at any point every every single year. And now Darius Rucker is like, I found my home now. I'm a solo country artist. Yeah. I go to the CMAs every year. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's good. What you I mean? went with uh, Thin Lizzy. <laughs> and uh, I did not think of this before. I don't know why I chose Thin Lizzy. Honestly, I was like, you know, they're kind of like, they're one of those like great bands that's a little bit overlooked like people know like people that know rock are like oh yeah thin lizzy like one of the best bands but people that are like casual nba fans aren't going to be like oh yeah he's one of the best players like i'm trying to do every day of my life <laughs> and uh okay but something that david said kind of parallels uh so when thin lizzy had gary moore in their band they were taken to the next level and pretty much every band that Gary Moore joins, they just like become better. He's just such a sick guitar player. So I'm yeah. Thin yeah that makes sense. Love it. Love it. Uh, so I, I kind of, I'm a Bulls fan, so I'm more fond of the, I'm more fond of Jimmy Butler's early work. So sure. that's why I went with uh, Weezer. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, I stick to, you know, Blue Album and Pinkerton and like, that's, that's the sure. Jimmy Butler I know, but he still maintained his success afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he is the best player on the Heat right now. Yeah. Is that, is that an argument at this point? No. I feel like he's gotten so. better. I think he's gotten better since his Chicago I, days. I, I agree. I think he actually had a Weezer has not best gotten year better. last Weezer year. Weezer has not gotten better at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I fully agree with you on that. <laughs> my, my other option was for a similar reason, but it was Beach House because I like earlier Beach House, but people mm. like them more now. And, and I am not the biggest fan of their more recent stuff. But. Right, right, right. No, it makes I'll sense with Weezer because <laughs> say it ain't so, Jimmy. Why'd you leave the Bulls? Uh, and he didn't leave, he got traded. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, the next one is the legendary head coach, Pat Riley. This one, I didn't even pick a band, I just picked Frank Sinatra because, <laughs> uh, old crooning, uh, Pat old, Riley, old crooning, got some like mafia gangster ties. <laughs> just i don't know mentality to them that was the best i could come up with i could not think of a band <laughs> that sort of represented pat riley and yeah he was a tough and, one and his in a lore yeah i i chose fleetwood mac because okay. uh he seems like the type of dude who in the 70s would have definitely uh done cocaine with fleetwood mac <laughs> <laughs> at the forum <laughs> That's sorry cool. pat it's yeah. just a, a, a bit of a look <laughs> i mean you might not be wrong there too yeah. uh um, yeah he's the right. og though uh my pick was i think it's similar to your reasoning for Dwayne wade but i went with the replacements because he was very uh influential especially with the heat organization to those that came later and he was he molded kind of what the heat became eventually yeah. And I yeah, feel like the yeah. replacements were like that for a lot of bands coming into the 90s and early 2000s. That's true. Sure. Mm -hmm. 
All right. So then the last one is, is, you know, another, was he, was he a lifer? Udonis Haslam. Yep. Yeah. Is he still playing? Honestly, like he's, he's, he's on, on the, the roster. He's on yeah. the roster. <laughs> tell, tell Jamie, I said, what's up? <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't supposed to talk. Hi. No, no, no. I, I, I've, I've been looking at you back there and I'm like, I want to wait. <laughs> Uh, for UD, I picked every time I die because. Uh, <laughs> Did you guys pick the same one? Yeah. Oh, oh my, my god. god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like motherfucker is is just still sticking around and running with the youngins, and I mean, still in fantastic shape, and it's just mind boggling that like he hasn't retired. That he hasn't just been like, you know what? That's it. Good enough run, did enough, did enough in this league. You know, I'm out of yeah. here. And I feel like every time I die, they've got that same mentality. Where, <laughs> I mean, the last couple of albums, I felt like, well, this is probably the last one. You know, I'm sure they're <laughs> tired of touring every fucking year, and then every other year putting out a new album. But no, it, and it, it, they keep putting out shit that just sounds <laughs> fucking awesome and heavy, <laughs> and better. Sure, my, some of it slows down a little compared to their younger years, but like. It's still just high quality, <laughs> high quality performances. And I feel like yeah. UD is that just kind of player that like even when, when the rare moments he goes into a game, he does not look like, I don't know, like Jared Dudley right now. He doesn't look <laughs> like nah. the oldest guy in the court. He's still really, he's in better shape now than when he was, you know, great 15 years ago, <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah, it is. It's crazy to, to to think about i do wish he would just stop and fucking yeah give us that one more roster space for someone who actually contribute <laughs> on a daily basis but yeah. i understand you know he's the kind of guy that's like in the weight room like pushing the younger guys just being like yeah. motherfuckers if i can do this you can do this and if you keep doing this you're gonna be like me still playing like 16 years later like yeah. Yep. Keep up. That's yeah. That's solid. Spot on. He's he's the elder statesman too. Like he's <laughs> uh he's like one of the pillars of the NBPA, the Players Association. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I think it's uh it's really cool that he's developed from like this. I, I don't know, like a role player to kind of having like a, an, a a status among the elites without having been a star or something you know a guy that was undrafted that ended exactly. up you know overseas for his first year or two overweight and i mean no one would have thought he would end up on multiple championship teams yeah sure. and being totally. like in the starting lineup for said teams yeah, yeah. like yeah he, he outlived a lot of generations of heat heat rosters too oh yeah. dude yeah like i was i was looking at some of the rosters like earlier this week because i was like damn man like why are we putting these guys gabe vincent whatever <laughs> there's like some guys on the team right now that i'm like every time what they check in i'm like oh they should be playing garbage time yeah. why are they checking in <laughs> with like four minutes to go in the first quarter that's me with luke Cornette. yeah oh yeah, uh, yeah. so <laughs> like you, you feel my pain so I was looking at some old heat rosters and I was like, you know what? I need to just shut up because there were some, 
some serious years of mediocrity. <laughs> was he on the Heat, uh, the the Shaq team? Yeah, Udonis. Yep. Yeah. yeah, man, he's yeah. really been around. Him, Zoe, and Shaq all on the same team. Yeah. Fifteen years ago. Yeah. He's. Yeah, insane. and he he and D Wade came in the same year, two thousand three. So mm-hmm. pretty incredible. Awesome. Yeah, my and he my, didn't leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My uh my UD pick was uh for the reason of he's Mr. Consistency, but sometimes you like kind of forget about him, but like mm-hmm. then they come back and remind you they're still there. And I went with Caspian for that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just I, I love Caspian and, and you know, like I've you know, way back, you know, four trees and, and beyond. Mm-hmm. And I like that stuff. And then like, I'm like, Oh yeah, they're still making music and they put a new one out. And I'm like, Oh yeah, dude, he's still here. They're still here. Yeah. My, uh, my old bandmate was their tour driver for, mm-hmm. uh, like a month or something. And, uh, they gave him the nickname coach and like gave him a whistle and stuff. And they would make him do like a inspirational speech before they got on stage. Oh, oh my God. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, party Matt, David. Yeah. But so I know. Imagine, I, I can imagine. imagine. That. <laughs> yeah, like that was probably a trip every night. That's amazing. Oh, Here they are getting like the goofiest, like you know, Disney Channel. Uh, we're we're not good enough to win the championship <laughs> speech, and then they go up on stage and play this like just ominous, mammoth, right. like huge and like crushing sound it's <laughs> just very funny to me the juxtaposition is hilarious for sure um man i honestly this is only the so this is the second time i've done this game and oh. already i got someone who you got the same answer it's incredible yeah, that was i i was not expecting that at all we yeah. didn't we didn't share beforehand because i I was having so much trouble and I was really tempted to be like, can I see your list real quick? Like, where is your (laughs) head at for some of these guys? They were like, I I wrote down two for, for two of them. Mm -hmm. Terror was my other one for, for Udonis Haslam. Also funny. Like I, when I was looking at this list that you sent, it was basically a list of potential names for my child who was born (laughs) a year ago. Um, I was pushing so hard uh for wade morning bell oh yeah because because uh my wife and i wanted to have like a gender neutral like middle name and yeah case like things happen later on and i was just like oh morning bell that would be such a good girl name too and but i was really really insistent that we were going to spell it morning like alonzo morning (laughs) would not go for that like come on it would be so fucking it'd be so cool yeah, it's it's cool. It is a cool name. I feel you, Jamie. <laughs> I mean, I was convinced you're you're gonna say uh, Udonis was gonna be. Oh no, Udonis was <laughs> was also one of the names I threw out there. We ended up with Wade Riley Bell, and I was just like, okay, fine. Like, this will work too, as long as we represent culture. Okay, that's wow. like all that matters. Beautiful, <laughs> amazing. Uh, but yeah, thank you for indulging me in this this little game. Um, the last question I tend to ask people when they come on is, what was your go-to NBA Jam duo? Ooh. Uh, it's got to be Peyton, Kent, uh, Peyton Kemp. That's my answer yeah, every time. That's yeah. like a pretty ridiculous one. Stockton Malone. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Damn, man. A lot of people uh, also go with the Hornets. You get the Larry Johnson and Muggsy yeah. Bogues. Okay, that's a good one, too. Charles Barkley and uh, you could either do, like, KJ or Dan Marley. Like, that was a pretty decent one. Yep. Damn. NBA Jam was awesome. I know. I, I would <laughs> I would kill for, like, I don't need, like, gra- good graphics or anything, but just mm-hmm. bring back, like, the 8-bit, you know, whatever, with modern rosters. And it would I be feel amazing. like... I could be mistaken, but they, there might be a game that's not called NBA Jam that has, like, the same 2v2 two, two two concept. And, like, the players are – like, their bodies are exaggerated and stuff. They have, like, big heads. It's a NBA Playgrounds. Is that oh, what it is? called? Yeah. Okay. It's it's still not like NBA Jam, though. I, I mean, know. I really – I think they really should just go with that, you know, side view – yeah. Don't, don't go crazy with graphics. It don't need to add new. I think like the playgrounds game has like power ups, like multiple right. different kinds of power ups. No, we just need on fire or not. People just need a turbo. Yeah, he's heating up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and nostalgia, like nostalgia is a billion dollar industry. So exactly. <laughs> why not? Exactly. There must be a reason why not, because it seems like it would be pretty easy to put something out like that. Yeah. I mean, who, yeah. who, who is the developer for NBA jam like midway or something, Midway, like which mm-hmm. does not exist anymore. Okay. Yeah. But it was, well, I think it was yeah. also like Activision was like a co-studio maybe oh, yeah like who who owns like mortal Kombat now because that was also midway yeah it's true wondering. and they're still putting out stuff and they're putting right. out a movie yeah. too <laughs> oh, <dude>. somehow so <laughs> i actually i have hbo max and like all of those movies are cut or a bunch of movies are coming out yeah. on hbo max this this year so you watch and tom so and jerry that, today right <laughs> i i'm going to watch it tomorrow actually <laughs> tomorrow morning because i have no life who the uh, fuck asked for that? Who the no fuck one. asked for that to be made? <laughs> no That's one. the only thing I could think the whole trailer. I was just like, what? Why? Colin Jost is in it. I really like him, so I'm going to watch it. But uh, I I actually had to... So somebody sent me the trailer for Mortal Kombat, and I started watching it, and about one minute in, I stopped. And I texted them and I was like, listen, you know, I had to stop watching the trailer because I'm so damn excited. I don't want to ruin anything. (laughs) I was going to describe a moment in the trailer, but if you stopped halfway through, then you haven't seen it. And I won't I won't even bring it up. I cannot wait to watch that movie. I am (laughs) counting down the minutes, baby. That that movie and um, the new Zack Snyder zombie movie are two movies that look like just the dumbest, best movies. (laughs) I, I don't know how off topic we get here, but if you have, <laughs> do you have HBO Max by, by yeah. chance? Okay, so I started watching this. It's like extremely politically incorrect and just like not, I don't know how it got made in Japan in the 70s, but there's a, a film series called Hanzo the Razor. Try to, there's three of them on HBO Max right now on like the Turner Classic Movies. Okay. Uh, like Hub. So I've been watching a lot of old movies because, yeah. as I've said numerous times, no life, <laughs> live inside, like, don't go anywhere. Uh, You're on island time, man. Yeah, I'm on island time. Uh, I just, I've been like, okay, like, I'll watch a bunch of these movies and see what's up with, you know, cinema of the 70s and 60s yeah. or whatever. And, dude, 
that movie is a trip. <laughs> Check that out sometime. Oh, okay. That sounds sounds interesting. What is it called again? Hanzo the Razor. <laughs> All right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was I was expecting like I don't know. It's like set in feudal Japan. I was like, expecting like some period piece, like samurai type of thing. Mm. But it's more like a '70s exploitation type of film. And it oh, is man. crazy. And the music is like, the music sounds like a like a a record that you would find in like your uncle's collection or something. <laughs> that you're like, whoa, this is yeah. like, this still has like bits of buds like in the <laughs> in the uh gatefold where they were rolling joints <laughs> not that i ever found that oh yeah of course no. yeah i feel like honestly my my uh my wife's uncle always gifts us gifts us those kind of records <laughs> like oh yeah like like Very garage tight. sale records i'm like i've never heard of this in my life yeah but i'm here for it so yeah i was getting like some some uh, very like kind of funky soul songs in like a movie set in you know like feudal Japan. It's <laughs> not expected. Yeah, it sounds very bizarre. Yeah. It, it is a truly bizarre and ridiculous film. But the and, like the... the shock value of it, I was like astounded by, and that's like fifty years old almost. So <laughs> it's it's quite absurd. It does right. the is the dialogue like modern as well as as like 60s 70s like style or does it's, that feel period piece or no it feels feudal? like it feels like it belongs in the film and like the setting of the film but everything else is just like <laughs> a little too like I don't know I don't know what they were going for like I don't know if you you guys have seen the movie Putney Swope but is it in that sort of like strange exploitation I have not heard of that film okay that's that's a weird 70s movie about (laughs) like uh it's how they accidentally make this black dude the head of an advertising agency and he changes everything (laughs) I've not seen that it's it's directed by Robert Downey Sr whoa yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) highly recommend it's very odd but kind of awesome interesting (sighs) and then we uh yeah we we pivoted off into bizarre movies (laughs) yeah you want to do you want to talk about uh our album anymore or (laughs) that's over are are you guys making new music is it is it kind of a one we can I think it's a when we can. Yeah. Uh, I've got like a couple ideas. Like I'm kind of kicking around and yeah. It's just I mean, odd. Eventually, until it's okay. Yeah. We yeah. haven't, we haven't toured with, you know, muck at all. Yeah. Now it's like, I feel, I don't even feel at that part where I'm like sick of the songs, you know, usually yeah. you got to play like a fair amount of shows until it's just like, all right, I can't wait to like play something new or like yeah. try something new with a new song. Cause songs fun. I get it. Like we got to play it, but I, I don't want to play it anymore. And we just mm-hmm. haven't gotten to that point yet. Yeah. So it's weird to even think about like doing something next. I don't know how other bands are doing it, how they can get to that mindset. Cause you don't even know like if things are working um, yeah. as far as just like yeah. are people digging how we sound in a live setting with some of these songs like is this like a good direction we're going in or is this bizarre and uh it makes people uncomfortable like we don't yeah. even 
have the answers for those questions yeah. yet so yeah, yeah i'm sure it's, it's it's strange going off normally i'm sure when you tour you get to gauge those reactions but now you're just looking at stream counts pretty much right yeah, yeah. and like even that is you know that's through a lens too because if yeah. we were touring on the music like it would get people interested in checking it mm -hmm. out you know like they're yeah for as much as we play to like a fan base that knows us like there are definitely people that see us live that have never seen us before or have sure. maybe not heard of us before so, yeah and the, and the more material we that we've put out the more that happens after a show where people just come up and they're just like yeah i came here because my friend wanted to see you and i you know i didn't know who you were but like that that second song you play was fucking awesome it's just like oh cool like those are those are the comments you really cherish like at yeah. shows as an artist where you you got someone's attention who didn't really want to be there didn't know like what they were getting into or maybe they were going to see a different band and they're just like oh man that fucking that rocked that killed like that was yeah. awesome i'm going to look you up on spotify right now mm -hmm. on my phone i am so excited about that like that's those like immediate visceral reactions are like so nice to have and yeah this past year with covid you don't yeah. get any of that you know the yeah. people that talk about you on the internet are people that are expecting you to put out the album anyways you know? mm -hmm. it's nice Although that people I, like it but like yeah man i really want to turn you know other people's heads who weren't even looking in this direction sure i will say like i was gener genuinely surprised at like the reaction thus far without having like you know normal kind of you know like a release show yeah or yeah. you know some tours that we did where somebody was like oh you know like they're touring on a new album blah 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 like whatever like for having done this in an age of pandemic or whatever whatever you want to call it like quarantine uh i was surprised that the amount of people that we reached was the number that it was if that makes sense sure yeah yeah, I mean, especially because, I mean, I don't know how other people have been dealing with, like, uh, like in interacting with music this past year, but I feel like my listening habits have just gone down the goddamn drain. Like, so erratic. I, I don't listen to music, like, that much anymore, and I certainly don't listen to new music because I, I guess I realized that so much of that I was, like, getting into that was new was, like, stuff I saw in person, like, especially yeah, during yeah. tours like to see a band for the first time and just be like, damn, this band kicks ass. Like mm -hmm. now I'm going to listen to their album or the EP online. And like, I'm going to add that to my rotation. Like not having that process available for me. I'm, yeah. I'm fucking listening to Tina Turner all the time instead, <laughs> or, or just like, just stuff that like, it just, it just seems so cyndrical as far as just like what I'm listening to yeah, because it's been there already. Yeah. Right. I, I don't know where else to go. There's so much music on the mm. internet all the time that sure I could try to check out, but fuck, I don't, I don't really have the time for it. So I don't I know, even right? try. I don't yeah. even try. And I feel sort of depressed about it. Like as far as just like my perception of music goes at this point, I can't wait to get out there and see bands again in person yeah. and just like, yeah experience that you know that loud sounds like bumping my face and my chest and 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 really seeing like artists like okay they really can play like these mm -hmm. people really do know how to do this yeah and and, and you know fingers crossed fauci says the fall like <laughs> yeah i mean we'll uh, 
I feel like it was the fall last year. So, yeah. I, you know, obviously, like, I'm going to try and be as optimistic as I possibly can. But, yeah, it's just, you know. For sure. It's it's difficult, like, for for me. Like, I live in, in what I could only describe as, like, Trump country. So I see a lot of, like, Fair enough. you know, stupid shit happening. People not wearing masks in public. Yeah. Like, you know, stuff like that, like, is not rare for me to see you know for as little as i leave my house the amount of times that i'm like taken aback in public now is just like astounding to me but right. you know hopefully hopefully in the fall like that would be awesome hopefully it's not a year and a half until we're like playing these new songs live because right yeah you know, i was uh I actually like i wrote down the amount of times that we've played like each song live and like four of them or you know a, a handful of them it's like never played live before a hand another handful of them is like four times live like the <laughs> most that we played any song on this album is i pretty sure like I, I don't have it written down in front of me but i think it was like 17 or 18 times that we've played living in the walls like oh. somewhere around like and that's the like the oldest song on the right. record yeah so and that's crazy yeah. too. If you think about like not just playing in front of people, most of these songs on this album, if you include recording them and stuff like that, we've probably played less than twenty times. Yeah, like most for of them. sure. And that's sure. mind-boggling at this yeah. point. It's yeah. been we've been done with it for a year now, and we've only played them maybe twenty times at the most. It's yeah, it's weird to think about. They're fresh. Sure. I mean, and the, <laughs> it sounds ridiculous to say like, oh yeah, like I listened to my own band, but I was on a bike ride recently and I listened to the record and I was like, damn, like we're like a pretty okay band. <laughs> like I, I was excited about it and I was like, damn, I wish we could play that song. Like that would be really fun. It's interesting to think that you may have listened to the song almost as many times as you've played it probably more oh for sure like in mixing and stuff like absolutely that's crazy like it is absolutely weird. and that's this is the only album that i could ever say that about you know like of all the the music that i've, that I've been part of like my whole life it's just crazy to say like yeah that's been out this long and we've not done anything you know shit yeah it's not done anything in a in a live capacity yeah yeah but yeah hope hopefully one day i mean yeah man i i definitely won't say like oh yeah like the next time we play like it's just gonna be you know we're gonna pick up where we left off like i would like to continue pushing forward with with new material since uh you know this is my the first album that i got to be on with Takembe, and i've been mm -hmm. in the band for like three years now so it was it was exciting for me, like in the recording process, like, oh, like I'm finally get to say like, yeah, like that's, that's my band too, you know? Cause I've right. always been in their band, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So hopefully there's, there's more coming. Yeah, man, for yeah. sure. But in the meantime, we're watching NBA. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, guys, thanks. Thanks again for joining. This is, this has been a lot of fun. Um, and uh yeah hope you uh good best of luck to the heat
and best of luck you. Uh, to you Thank guys you, and, and with the music and all that. So yeah, good luck with the Bulls. Honestly, the the NBA is better when the Bulls are good. Absolutely, I, I like to believe so. Yeah, as much right, as well. I hate the the dynasty teams, like the NBA <laughs> is better when those teams are good. Definitely, for sure. Yeah. But, uh, all right. Thanks again, guys. Uh, yeah. And then everyone listening, we'll we'll talk to you next time. Yeah. See you.